This is the new Kaiju show. This is the new Kaiju show. This is the new Kaiju Just give her Leah these roses She said they smell great Said I made a date I think I might even be able to get a date And just when I built enough confidence up Guess what my phone rings and I fucking wake up Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the new hype show. It's your boy Biz. I'm back and I'm blacker than ever. Salute to everybody. Salute, 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 salute on the love on the last episode. I really, uh, I appreciate when I can educate and, you know, and inform. Got a lot of positive feedback, especially about the ending, about the Black Panther situation, especially about that ending. A lot of people didn't know that. I came on to some knowledge and I like to inform, you know, those that are willing to listen. I don't want to sit up here and preach. I just like to um, give the word. Today, I'm a little bit um, not upset. I'm actually having a great day. Today is beautiful. It just, I just got back from the gym. I couldn't wait to get back home to get on this microphone. Today is a beautiful day. It's like 80-something degrees right now. It's beautiful. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good despite Despite this news, um, before I get into what I want to talk about, I must say, and I'm, I'm being dead serious. I'm not one to count any. I don't count, I don't count nobody's pockets. I could give two fucks about what you, you know, 
put into your pocket as long as you take care of your family. But as a person who grew up with dudes that did crime, I wish a lot of you would stop announcing when you're getting money. However you're getting your money, it's quite okay. Insert Stephen A. Uh, meme. We don't care. Let me tell, right, let me tell you <laughs> We don't care. Jerry. I don't care when you get your paycheck. I don't care when your taxes hit. I don't care when your stimulus checks hit. Stop putting your business on the internet. I come from the jokes era. Like Jay said, y'all respect the one that got shot. I respect the shooter. When you get hemmed up and, and you know, you get juxed. Nine times out of ten, you weren't paying attention. Stop showing your plate to hungry motherfuckers. You don't know who's following you on these social media apps. The enemy could be following you. Your friend could be the enemy. Stop inviting negativity. I get it. We're excited. We're getting free money from the government. Well, that's another topic. I don't think anything's free. We're going to have to pay that shit back. But I see people with more than two or three kids there. Yes, I'm getting this amount. We get it. We get it. Keep it low. Keep your finances and your personal life low. That shit shouldn't even meet the internet. And I hate to even talk about that, but it bothers me, man. Stop putting your business on the internet. I've seen this one person post, oh, what a God we have. My paycheck hit, my taxes hit, and my stimulus hit the same day. So let me ask you this now, the listener, my supporters. You, you're a hungry dude out here. You only can get on the internet for the free Wi-Fi at the library, right? And you know the girl that posted it. She got three kids. She worked a good job. She's a nurse. So you know her taxes is real nice. The kids she take care of by herself because the baby father ain't there. So you do three three kids, fourteen hundred. She got some change. Now you add another fourteen hundred for herself, and she got them tax like all of that on top of each other. That's a match made in heaven for somebody that's gonna stick up that knows her. They could run up in your house. I'm not. I don't want to dwell on this topic because I got some shit I want to get off my chest real quick, but. Please, let's stop. We're adults. I'm happy everyone is blessed. Roof over their head. Everybody's healthy. We have jobs during this pandemic because a lot of people weren't able to get, you know, to keep their jobs. So those that have jobs, it's a blessing. You don't know who's without and who may be envious. Stop showing your plate to these wolves. These streets have no love. Trust me, I know. Be careful what you're posting on these social media apps. You don't know who's following. Stop posting when you're on fucking vacation. People will run down on you. Run down in your house when you're not home. Please be careful. I get it. It's funny. Hey, little Stimmy, you know, 1400. You want to you call the kid 1400? They was having all that. It's cool. It's funny. But stop posting your shit. Oh, my God. Thank God for my bank. I got my Stimmy today. I'm finning it. It's cool. You got it. You want to spend your money any way you want? You have all rights to, but don't report it. Stop giving us directions. Let me get off the soapbox with that. But today I wanted to get into something that's, oh, 
If you guys have followed me on my podcast journey from the other show, from the About Nothing podcast, or just follow me on social media, you know I've posted time after time about the New York Knicks and my ups and downs with the Knicks. For those that do know, I've stopped being a Knicks fan a long time ago. I couldn't do it anymore. But today, well, two days ago, that was like the ultimate disrespect. Let me, let me let me go back to my journey of being a Knicks fan. Let me tell you, I'm an immigrant. We know this. I say this every other episode. Came to the country. It was hip hop. And it was basketball and football. We watched sports. We, I lived in a sports house. We watched sports. My dad was a Magic Johnson fan, so he low-key liked the Lakers too, but he rooted for the Knicks because, you know, we're from New York. We're going to vote, you know, not vote. We're going to roll with the Knicks. As we should, right? Um, so I always paid attention to the Lakers as well as a kid, you know, because like I said, you rooted for who your dad rooted for. My mother was a Knicks fan. My aunts, uncles, everyone in the house was a Knicks fan. Go to my cousin's crib. Everybody in that house was a Knicks fan. My aunt's been going to fucking Knicks games since the 70s. She showed us pictures of the garden. That's how deep this shit goes, right? So growing up, you know... Playoff time, it was serious in the house. We had the towels, we wave around, go New York, go New York, go. Remember the whole NBC? This is how long I was a Knicks fan. We'd watch, we get emotional. You could tell the whole house would be down if the Knicks lose. We're mad. Everyone, everyone, including the baby, whoever was the baby at the moment, was even mad the Knicks lost. From the oldest person in the house to the baby. Sometimes, yeah, we'd take it to my aunt's house. There'd be like 40 of us, a couple of them upstairs, downstairs, some in the basement, some in the back watching. Like we had mad TVs. Everybody was, you know, stocks for three. Oh, my God. Marv Albert would announce those games, the fucking goosebumps we'd get. Every, we enjoyed everything from the starting lineups for when everybody wore the all black sneakers during the playoff time. They all shaved their heads. Starks making all the all-star team back in 94. I'm saying that to say this. Um, the Knicks drafted a kid out of Georgetown. I want to say in the 85 draft he came in. I want to say 84, 85. Franchise player. Patrick Aloysius Ewing from Jamaica. He went to Georgetown. We loved Patrick Ewing. So much respect for Patrick Ewing I have. Um, throughout the years, they used to make fun of this man. They used to call him a monkey in college. Coach John Thompson used to protect Patrick Ewing. And, you know, rest in peace to Coach John Thompson. Amazing coach. Patrick Ewing co coaches Georgetown now, rightfully so. Um, he took Ewing under his wing and basically protected him. Like, yo, y'all not going to disrespect this guy. Great player. Patrick Ewing was the face of the New York Knicks for 15 seasons. He never won a ring. I won't hold that against him because they never brought another all-star to that team to help Mr. Ewing. So Patrick did, basically did it on his own. If we, we want to be technical, he did it on his own. Yes, we had other good players on the team, yes, but nobody of all-star caliber. Patrick Ewing is one of the 50 greatest players of all time. We're, I would never in my life disrespect Patrick Ewing. So what? He missed a finger roll. You wouldn't have got there for him to miss that finger roll anyway without him. So what? He said, meet me in Chicago and, you know, we lost. Whatever. But we don't remember the times when he helped us and he did great. Took us to the finals twice. 
99-95, we, 94, we lost, fine. Took him to seven, we took Elijah on to seven. Patrick Ewing was the best thing that ever happened to the New York Knicks. You take away Ewing from the New York Knicks, where would the Knicks would just be terrible for them 15 seasons? We'd have been terrible till now. Nowadays, they're looking decent, looking watchable. I don't watch Nick basketball. I don't know what the fuck is going on. And when I did go to MSG, it was to either see Kobe, Steph, or some other player, Anthony Davis, to see guys from... I, I couldn't fuck with, them, with the garden. Everybody in my house, we rooted for Patrick Ewing. And the Caribbean massive more because Patrick Ewing, like I said, he's a Jamaican. So, you know, we rooted for that. We want to see the Caribbean man win. You know what I mean? Big up to Kingston. Michael Jordan, Shaq, Penny, Allen Iverson, LeBron James, and a host of others all give respect to this man. So anyways, growing up in the house, everybody's a Knicks fan. I took the abuse in the streets from people. Ah, your Knicks are trash. I'm a Bulls fan. Don't get twisted. I love Michael Jordan. But that time, I was a diehard Knicks fan. I'm not rooting for no Chicago Bulls, except when he got to the finals. And after they beat us, then I would root for the Bulls. I was a Michael Jordan fan. I love the Bulls. But when he came to the guard, I'm like, fuck Jordan. I'm rooting for my Knicks. So what? Patrick Ewing got dunked on. But we forget the games where he outplayed Michael and we won. We forget those. We, everybody we went quiet with that, right? Ewing was on the dream team. 92 dream team. Him, Carl Malone, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, John Stockton. I don't want to forget anybody. Um, so, great fucking player, Patrick Ewing, he was. So, watching Knicks games, Spike Lee. Big fan of the Knicks. He's been there, what, 28 years? He's been going to the fucking garden front row. I want to say this was last year, maybe in, no, March 2020, no. Could be wrong, probably, maybe two years ago. Spike Lee got hassled by security in Madison Square Garden. This guy's the number one Knicks fan. He might as well be the fucking logo, the face of the New York Knicks, the ambassador. Spike Lee gets disrespected? This is the biggest fan, so what? You know, Reggie Miller dissed him and we lost that game, whatever. I love Spike Lee. When you watch a Nick game, you look for the logo, the lights in the garden, and Spike Lee. That's who you look for. He was he was a regular at the garden. Mr. Dolan, you disrespect Spike Lee? And then you disrespect Charles Oakley? The heart and soul. The enforcer. Ain't shit was happening down there. I'm going to protect Patrick Ewing in that pink Charles Oakley said. You disrespect Charles Oakley? New York Knicks. You haven't went to the playoffs since when? Sure, the lights. Is, I love the garden because of the lights. I always do. It looks good. It's bright. Celebrity row. You see every celebrity in the fucking city at the Knicks game. But you disrespect Charles Oakley and Patrick... You disrespect Charles Oakley and Spike Lee? The heart and souls? Especially Spike Lee? I mean, I would die for the Knicks. So two days ago, Patrick Ewing was accosted. Patrick Ewing? By security? 
His jersey is hanging in the fucking rafters. Patrick Ewing. Not even a Nick great, an NBA great, a legend. Patrick Ewing. Mr. Dolan. That man should have his own entrance. Walking through Madison Square Garden should be the Patrick Ewing entrance. There should be a fucking statue of Patrick Ewing in Madison Square Garden. If we're going to keep it on it. Sure, he never won. But do you think the Philadelphia 76ers would ever accost Allen Iverson? They would never fix their face to disrespect the great Allen Iverson. Who also went to Georgetown. Who also was under the tutelage of Coach John Thompson. They would never fix their face to disrespect Patrick Ewing. And Patrick Ewing was disrespected in the past. They shipped that motherfucker out to Seattle like they put him out to pasture. For my young audience, I want y'all to Google that, what I just said. Google it. You disrespected Mr. Ewing. And it's Mr. Ewing. That's no laughing matter to me. Fuck the New York Knicks. Fuck Madison Square Garden. And I said this in the past. Now you guys see why I'm not a Knicks fan anymore. I stand on morals and principles. I would not sit there and let you disrespect this man. And a lot of my people back in the day was like, nah, bro, they disrespected him before. They did this. They said this to him. That man should have been a coach. You're right. You're all right. And I should have left way back then. Not even because of them not winning. I'm loyal. To, I'm loyal. But shit like that, you don't do. I mean, of course, I'm a Laker fan, but I've always been, you know, one foot in Cali back in the day anyway. But this is Patrick Ewing. A New York legend. Never mind the fact that he didn't give us shit. Fuck that. If y'all gonna harp on that, fuck you. Patrick Ewing kept the lights on in Madison Square Garden if we want to be real. Many nights we would have got blown out if it wasn't for Ewing. We needed that dude. Never gave him an extra all-star. He did it by himself. His knees went out on him. I seen him his last days. He was struggling. I still applauded him. I would never, ever in my life fix my face to disrespect the great Patrick Ewing. And that's what he is great. One of our 50 greatest players, centers, big men ever. Top scorer, blocks, everything, rebounds. It's Patrick Ewing, baby. I remember when Ewing went down with that injury and I said, I, I saw when he went down, I said, it's over for us. I think we were playing the Milwaukee Bucks and he fell on his wrist. I saw Ewing scream. I said, oh, shit, it's over. I literally said to myself, yeah, it's done. Yeah, we're done. It's over. Patrick Ewing is done. He gave the New York Knicks 15 seasons only to be treated like some fucking hooligan or something. Damn, man. Fuck the New York Knicks. I said it in the past, but this time I, I would never step foot in Madison Square Garden again. Until they do right by Mr. Patrick Ewing. I don't know what right is right now, but you got to do right. Public apology. Statue, something. Street named app, something. That Dolan family needs to make it right with Patrick Ewing. And let's say even if, let me just play devil's advocate. If it was a young security guard, 
Somebody in that building could have been like, yo, that's Patrick Ewing. <laughs> Free reign. Let that man walk wherever the fuck he wants. If he wants to walk on the court while they're playing, you let that man do that. That's Patrick Ewing. He built Madison Square Garden. Fuck y'all talking about. The New York Knicks, at, um, with respect to the players, the current players, this is no disrespect to you guys. You guys have nothing to do with this. But to the old administration and to the people, like, you disrespected Charles Oakley. You disrespected, well, first, let's go back. You disrespected Patrick Ewing back in the day anyway. That's first off. And some of the fans, y'all was real cruel to Patrick Ewing. Let's be clear. Second, you disrespect Spike Lee. Then you disrespect Charles Oakley. Then you come back again full circle to disrespect Mr. Ewing? Come on, man. I'm not even a Nets fan, but I hope the Nets win the chip next year, of course, because I want the Lakers to win this year. I hope the Nets win next year. And not only do the parade in Brooklyn, but do one in front of Madison Square Garden. Fuck the Knicks. They will never win a championship ever again. You've remained ringless since the 70s, bitch. And you will remain ringless till 2070 again. And I hope it stays that way. I hope you never win a fucking ring. Ever. Ever. I hope the Knicks never win a ring. Don't go to the playoffs or nothing. Again, I respect you young players. RJ Bow, I respect you. But this is personal. I grew up watching his team. I grew up, you know, going to houses. I stood in fights for the Knicks in lunchrooms. People laughed at me. I got Patrick Ewing's jersey right here. I remember I did a um Kicks Attic had a which is my sneaker site. Um Fabulous and Patrick Ewing, they were re re-releasing the Ewings and I sent somebody on assignment, you know, they interviewed Mr. Ewing and Fab. It was beautiful. I wish I was there. I'd have got my Knicks jersey signed. I, I'm framing that jersey, by the way. Patrick Ewing's jersey. My mental and that joint. My shit is fire. I paid, paid a grip for it. But Mr. Ewing, I love you. I would never, ever, ever fix my face to disrespect you and what you did for this organization. But fuck them. Fuck them. I hope you go on to win a ring with Georgetown. I hope you end up coaching a professional NBA team. I hope you coach a professional team in the NBA, of course, like the Lakers or the Brooklyn Nets, and you win a chip with them. I sure wish your son was playing ball or something so he could win a chip all over that garden, play the Knicks and destroy them. Fuck the New York Knicks. Yeah, so that was my, my rant. Um, I was in a mood. I was in a mood. I was not feeling that shit, man. We don't disrespect that man. We do not disrespect that legend. We cannot do that. Not just in sports, man. We need to stop disrespecting our elders. You know, whether it's music, just in life, period. You know, I have a certain respect for for older people, wherever it is, supermarket, wherever we are. I just, when you make it to that age, you deserve a lot of respect because life is not easy, period. But the way OGs get disrespected, I'm not feeling. However, there are some OGs who are rude, but in this case, nah. Patrick Green was never a prick, never an asshole. I want to see a public apology. I want a public apology to Mr. Ewing. All right, man. So, yeah, I didn't mean to go in like that, but I had to. Um, when are we going to get this Drake and uh, Rick Ross album coming, man? Everybody's asking for it. Whenever Drake and Ross get on a track together. Oh, my God. That lemon pepper joint on Drake. Fire. 
Rick Ross and Drake make great music, and I'm a, I'm for it because when Aubrey rap again, he get in that bag. It's a rap. Oh, shout out to Hit Boy. Hit Boy. Well, this was months ago. I think I told you guys, but I was looking at my DMs again. It was a video of my kids uh, rapping Car 85 word for word, and he liked it. He sent he sent the fire emoji. Shout out to him. I was just looking at it again. I probably said it before, but I like shit like that. My daughters, I, I foresee a, a big future for them. My little one, she just walks up to me the other day. She goes, what do you do? And then she answers herself, construction. If anybody knows, that's when the movie Goodfellas, when, you know, Lorraine Bracco was with, uh, uh, what's his face in the movie? And she was like, what are you doing? Then Ashanti did it in Foolish because my daughters, they love Ashanti, especially Foolish. So she walks around, what do you do? And like, you know, she recites the video. Yeah, this, these kids are amazing. <laughs> Thanks for rocking out with me this week. I just had to get off my chest. And by the way, the song I played in the beginning of the show is a classic Lou Star record called On Top of the World. It's a classic. Shout out to Juice on the production. Shout out to BUD on the feature. That record right there was gr like Grammy. Like, oh my God. It's off of Welcome to Flatbush, the classic CD we put out years ago. And I said CD, so go figure. But you can find it on Dat Piff. The name of it is Welcome to Flatbush by Lou Stoss, the entire project. It was a classic that went out in Flatbush. Um, he was recognizing the source, even got the big unsigned hype for that. But um, yeah, that track is called On Top of the World. It's probably my favorite song from him. So throughout, you know, the throughout my show, I might play some Lou Star gems. He's going to be on the show soon. But definitely, man, um, look out for that. You can even check out Lou Star. Check him out on YouTube. He had a DJ Vlad interview he did a couple years ago. You could check that out. He's going to be working on some new music. So look out for that, all right? Yeah. Be sure to get at me on social media. Hit me on Instagram at It's The New Hype Show. And Twitter, It's The New Hype. And you can find me on Facebook at The New Hype Show. Send comments, questions, or if you just want to say fuck you, or if you want to send me a donation, holla at me. It's The New Hype Show.